What's the good word podcast listener? I use a robot voice due to losing my speech after multiple strokes in 2019. This way I get to do what I love most. This. If you would like to see the video version of this or any other Bigfoot video or documentary go to ghoststhathuntbacktv.com. I am a Department of Defense police officer at the U.S. Naval Academy in Annapolis, Maryland and I have had several paranormal experiences I would like or rather feel I need to tell for my sanity. I really hope this computer voice does not suck. Let me test it. Yup it sucks. But work with me as I am afraid to use my real voice as I am not sure I am able to tell these stories for employment reasons not that it will be hard for them to figure out and the dude who runs this channel voice is still not back to normal after his strokes. The words may be a computer's but I assure you every word is true. Wow sounds like the start of every crappy scary movie. This first video will be short as I am trying to figure out the best way to do this series. All stories are first-hand or from officers or U.S. Marines and Navy personnel I know personally. I will tell you if it's a first-hand or someone else, a little info on the Academy. The United States Naval Academy is a federal service academy adjacent to Annapolis, Maryland. Established on October 10, 1845, under Secretary of the Navy George Bancroft, it is the second oldest of the five U.S. service academies and educates officers for commissioning primarily into the United States Navy and United States Marine Corps. The 338-acre campus is located on the former grounds of Fort Severn at the confluence of the Severn River and Chesapeake Bay in Anne Arundel County. The entire campus is a National Historic Landmark and home to many historic sites, buildings, and monuments. It replaced Philadelphia Naval Asylum, in Philadelphia that served as the first United States Naval Academy from 1838 to 1845 when the Naval Academy formed in Annapolis. Alright let's get into this. First I am no story writer. I write many police reports and that's how I will tell my experiences as if I am telling a judge what happened in a criminal or a traffic case. But first I want to thank you for all the support you have given my friend's channel as he tries to rebuild his life after four strokes. The videos may not always be the best but I assure you he does try and does care and it does help him. Alright enough of the sentimental crap let's start at my first experience. My first experience was my third week after training when I first started. I was with my field training officer and how our schedule works is we work 12 hour shifts 2 weeks of 6 am to 6 pm then 2 weeks of 6 pm to 6 am. I love it because we are technically off more than we work. It was in September at approximately 3 a.m. and myself, my training officer now referenced as FTO and we were parked outside the alumni hall building facing north and parked next to us was another patrol car also facing north as we were talking. Here is a map of alumni hall and outside pictures. The two red arrows are representing the two patrol vehicles facing north outside of the alumni hall building. I was in the car on the left not the one closest to the building. As we were talking a black mass about the size and shape of a beach ball flew straight at us coming from the north and at approximately 4 feet in front of our vehicles turned a fast left and went through the glass doors of alumni hall and down the hallway. We were able to see it due to the car's headlights and streetlights that lines the bridge in front of the building. 
The black mass was traveling about 15 miles per hour and was pulsating and you could see thorough it. I am a certified radar operator for traffic control and part of certification you have to guess 10 cars speed within 3 miles per hour so I am pretty sure it was approximately 15 miles per hour. We then looked at each other without saying a word. In the other patrol car was another rookie officer and his FTO. Here is a picture of what it looked like and a map of the black mass's direction of travel. Wow! Where does he get this music? My guess 7-Eleven discount bin. I was sitting in silence thinking. Everything I know about this world and what I though to be reality has just been destroyed and I now live in a world I never knew existed. One where ghosts or at least shadow balls that fly around do. What else is real freaking unicorns and fairies? What the heck? The other rookie was the first to speak and he said. Did you all just see that? I muttered yup. I wanted to get out and smoke a cig but my legs were like jelly and I was scared laugh out loud. Not terrified but scared more like being in shock still not aware what's happening. What terrified me was the laugh of our FTOs and when mine said you all ain't seen anything yet. Wait what? He said this stuff happens at night quite a bit but you have nothing to fear as I have been here 15 years and am still breathing. That didn't make me feel better especially when the other FTO said some officers cooled and take it and have quit. I would love to read those resignation letters laugh my FTO. Me and the other rookie just looked at each other. When we finally got back to the station for shift change we told the other rookie who started with us and she didn't believe us. Three nights later she and her fio were parked at the same location and she saw the black mass in her rear view mirror. When I left work that night I kept replaying that image of the black mass coming at us and going into the building in my head over and over on my drive home and I will admit I was scared. When I got home I cooled and sleep as I was afraid I would see it again in my apartment because it followed me home. Thankfully it didn't. That was the first instance of my encounters with the paranormal. Like I said I want to keep this video short as I don't know if people will even care or if I get in trouble at work. In my future videos I will share full body ghosts and a ghost of a midshipman who played hide and seek with us. Ghost soldiers walking in formation and panicked calls from midshipmen about shadow figures in their dorm and many many more. Even a call from the marines at the gate about a possible sniper on top of a building using a laser sight that turned out to be a small ball of light floating around. Test. Test. Okay. I like this voice much better than the last story. Oh hey guys. Thank you for watching episode 2 I am telling the story of the time we were attacked by a female ghost. If you saw episode 1 you got to learn a little about me and why I'm doing what I'm doing. I am going to put the first episode after the story for those who haven't seen it yet. Tom, wanted to tell you about another series he is doing called Afterlife Stories from the ER episode 1 is available in the video section. It does sound interesting nurses talking about things their patients have said before dying some are happy and others are scary. Okay back to the Naval Academy, back to the ghost lady we will just call her Emily. If you watched episode 1 my first encounter with the paranormal was 3 weeks after I started and the female rookie officer I was with during that encounter was the star of this story we will call Mary. 
This incident occurred approximately six months after I started and several paranormal occurrences has happened but folks wanted this story now and the ghost midshipman playing hide and seek will be the next episode. We patrol not only the Naval Academy but the Naval Station as well which is across the Severn River. These are the best online pictures I could find. The base has housing for regular military and some buildings for confidential. The incident occurred in December at approximately 2 a.m. to 3 a.m. After roll call we get our assignments and I was assigned the naval station with Mary we both had our own squad vehicle which was great as I liked the freedom. The incident occurred at the Naval Academy Primary School and here is a background of that location. NAPS began almost a century ago as a nursery school for children of Naval Academy faculty and staff, both military and civilian. From the school's inception in 1916. It was housed in different locations at the Naval Academy until 1949, when the school moved across the Severn River into a building that once housed a bachelor officer's quarters and later an officer's club annex. The school continues in this delightful Greenbury Point location on Mill Creek, surrounded by the Naval Academy golf course. Today, Naps is a complete elementary school, comprising preschool through fifth grade, with a student body of about 275 children. The school also provides before and after school care. I have heard stories from my field training officer now referred to as sergeant about Emily who lived in that house before it was a school during World War II with her husband who was a fighter pilot and he never came back no body ever recovered. So Emily obviously devastated would hang out in the tower looking out the window waiting for him to come home to her. The picture you are seeing is the tower. Okay I admit that this sounds like every ghost story you have ever heard especially this part. After a couple years of waiting and slipping further into depression Emily deleted herself in the tower. Like I said a story we have all heard a thousand times. That sad woman urban legend who whacked herself over heartbreak who now haunts the place still waiting for her lost love. I know you are thinking it. I didn't believe it either until that night. If you were paying attention to the background of the school it was not a family home but a bachelor pad for officers so already the story my sergeant told me was wrong she could not have lived there or if she was visiting be allowed to stay a couple years. So I don't think her background story is correct but maybe a way for the older officers to make sense of her? Maybe that's how a urban legend begins. Someone just trying to make sense of something that literally makes no sense. To humanize it? I don't know. However Emily is 100% real. Geez it's been 3 minutes already just tell the damn story douche nozzle. Okay it was between 2am and 3am and I was patrolling the housing area when OFC Mary got on the radio advising she saw a woman looking out a window in the primary school and if I could come give her a hand. I said 10-4. I was thinking it's a freaking teacher what do you need me for? Well maybe she is cute so off I went. I arrived in about 5 minutes and when I pulled up Mary was sitting in her car and the first words that came out of her mouth was this place creeps me out. I said yeah I don't miss school either so what's up? She advised she was driving by and looked over and in the window she saw a woman. She had checked the building 3 hours earlier looking for open doors during her building check and all doors were secure. I told her it's probably a ghost and laughed. But she gave me a look like I was the devil so I just told her a teacher was probably doing something in the school. Mary said at 2 a.m.? I said sure maybe they have an event in the morning. She then shook her head like she was in agreement then stopped and said wait it's Saturday and no cars in the parking lot. Okay, well let's go see what up then. We walked up to the front door and knocked. Mary shined her flashlight inside and said she saw a shadow so she is still there. We kept knocking for about another 20 to 30 seconds. We don't have a key so we had to call our sergeant to bring it from the office where they keep the keys for all the buildings. It took him about a half hour because he was assisting another officer with a DWI arrest. When the sergeant arrived he asked teacher and we told him a teacher would have opened the doors and not be hiding in the shadows. 
How did she get in he asked. Not sure Mary said as we have checked the doors and windows and all were secure. So the sergeant opened the door and as he walked through the door to find a light switch Mary being behind him a marker flew over his head hitting the wall between him and Mary. He shined his flashlight toward the direction the marker came from ab nothing was there, plenty places to hide so no thoughts of a ghost yet. As we walked towards that area the door we had came in slammed shut I was probably five feet from the door with Mary and our sergeant in front of me. We all jumped. I walked over to the door and opened it and looked outside. My sergeant asked if it was the wind and I said did you see any wind when we were outside? Nope. Then we heard knocking on the floor above us and we decided to check it out as you do when you were forced to by your sergeant obviously he has never seen any scary movies. When we were on the steps a large picture fell off the wall and landed between me and the sergeant I said it must be the wind being sarcastic 0c and a second picture fell right behind Mary. My sergeant then yelled go outside and as we started moving quickly we heard a laugh. So my sergeant said hold up someone is here messing with us. Mary said yeah a ghost. My sergeant said um no. Obviously he thought a human was in there just trying to scare us until the door we came and started opening and slamming shut. The door slammed open and stayed open so we took it as an invitation to get out and when we did the door slammed shut. Mary was terrified she was white and it was obvious that she had wet herself. She was shaking and it was really sad to see. She is a good person a good cop but that incident I believe broke her. That was her last night as a police officer for the Naval Academy. My sergeant had made a joke in the first episode about officers quitting and want to see their resignation letters but I had no interest in reading hers. I mean and I am being honest here what do you say? Yes they believed her at the academy but what about when she tried to get a job elsewhere and they asked the question. You know exactly what question that is don't you? Why did you leave your last job? What possibly could she say about that night and not get laughed out of the interviewer's office? I got scared by ghosts. Ha ha ha. But she and my sergeant worked out a story about why she quit and used him as her reference. She is doing social work now for kids so ATL East she gets to still help people. I reached out to her a week ago and told her what I was doing and she didn't want to talk about that night. Mary the first know you are listening to this and I want you to know that no one thought less of you for leaving. You are better educated than us and we always thought you could be more. It sucks knowing the world is much different than most believe. We are all afraid of working nights regardless of what we have said I am terrified of the door not opening to let me out or worse bring something home to my family. I am probably hoping subconsciously that I do get fired for this series as a easy way out. No matter what. People who have not seen the paranormal will never believe and to be honest and I believe you would agree it's better to not know. That way you can be at peace with the world you believe exists. Okay the story was short because it was quick and I just want to important details and not a lot of fluff to make the video longer. The next episode like I said will be the midshipman ghost playing hide and seek with us. Tom please put the first episode here for the people who may have missed it. I am a Department of Defense police officer at the U.S. Naval Academy in Annapolis, Maryland and I have had several paranormal experiences I would like or rather feel I need to tell for my sanity. I really hope this computer voice does not suck. Let me test it. Yup it sucks. But work with me as I am afraid to use my real voice as I am not sure I am able to tell these stories for employment reasons not that it will be hard for them to figure out and the dude who runs this channel voice is still not back to normal after his strokes. The words may be a computer's but I assure you every word is true. Wow sounds like the start of every crappy scary movie. This first video will be short as I am trying to figure out the best way to do this series. All stories are first-hand or from officers or U.S. Marines and Navy personnel I know personally. 
I will tell you if it's a first hand or someone else, a little info on the academy. The United States Naval Academy is a federal service academy adjacent to Annapolis, Maryland. Established on October 10, 1845, under Secretary of the Navy George Bancroft, it is the second oldest of the five U.S. service academies, and educates officers for commissioning primarily into the United States Navy and United States Marine Corps. The 338-acre campus is located on the former grounds of Fort Severn at the confluence of the Severn River and Chesapeake Bay in Anne Arundel County. The entire campus is a National Historic Landmark and home to many historic sites, buildings, and monuments. It replaced Philadelphia Naval Asylum, in Philadelphia, that served as the first United States Naval Academy from 1838 to 1845 when the Naval Academy formed in Annapolis. All right let's get into this. First I am no story writer. I write many police reports and that's how I will tell my experiences as if I am telling a judge what happened in a criminal or a traffic case. But first I want to thank you for all the support you have given my friend's channel as he tries to rebuild his life after four strokes. The videos may not always be the best but I assure you he does try and does care and it does help him. Alright enough of the sentimental crap let's start at my first experience. My first experience was my third week after training when I first started. I was with my field training officer and how our schedule works is we work 12 hour shifts 2 weeks of 6 am to 6 pm then 2 weeks of 6 pm to 6 am, I love it because we are technically off more than we work. It was in September at approximately 3 am and myself. My training officer now referenced as FTO and we were parked outside the alumni hall building facing north and parked next to us was another patrol car also facing north as we were talking. Here is a map of alumni hall and outside pictures. The two red arrows are representing the two patrol vehicles facing north outside of the alumni hall building. I was in the car on the left not the one closest to the building. As we were talking a black mass about the size and shape of a beach ball flew straight at us coming from the north and at approximately 4 feet in front of our vehicles turned a fast left and went through the glass doors of alumni hall and down the hallway. We were able to see it due to the car's headlights and streetlights that lines the bridge in front of the building. The black mass was traveling about 15 miles per hour and was pulsating and you could see thorough it. I am a certified radar operator for traffic control and part of certification you have to guess 10 cars speed within 3 miles per hour so I am pretty sure it was approximately 15 miles per hour. We then looked at each other without saying a word. In the other patrol car was another rookie officer and his FTO. Here is a picture of what it looked like and a map of the black mass's direction of travel. Wow! Where does he get this music? My guess 7-Eleven discount bin. I was sitting in silence thinking. Everything I know about this world and what I know to be reality has just been destroyed and I now live in a world I never knew existed. One where ghosts or at least shadow balls that fly around do. What else is real freaking unicorns and fairies? What the heck? The other rookie was the first to speak and he said. Did you all just see that? I muttered yup. 
I wanted to get out and smoke a cig but my legs were like jelly and I was scared laugh out loud. Not terrified but scared more like being in shock still not aware what's happening. What terrified me was the laugh of our FTOs and when mine said you all ain't seen anything yet. Wait what? He said this stuff happens at night quite a bit but you have nothing to fear as I have been here 15 years and am still breathing. That didn't make me feel better especially when the other FTO said some officers cooled and take it and have quit. I would love to read those resignation letters laughed my FTO. Me and the other rookie just looked at each other. When we finally got back to the station for shift change we told the other rookie who started with us and she didn't believe us. Three nights later she and her fill were parked at the same location and she saw the black mass in her rear view mirror. When I left work that night I kept replaying that image of the black mass coming at us and going into the building in my head over and over on my drive home and I will admit I was scared. When I got home I cooled and sleep as I was afraid I would see it again in my apartment because it followed me home. Thankfully it didn't. That was the first instance of my encounters with the paranormal. Like I said I want to keep this video short as I don't know if people will even care or if I get in trouble at work. In my future videos I will share full body ghosts and a ghost of a midshipman who played hide and seek with us. Ghost soldiers walking in formation and panicked calls from midshipmen about shadow figures in their dorm and many many more. Even a call from the marines at the gate about a possible sniper on top of a building using a laser sight that turned out to be a small ball of light floating around. Until next time. Believe me or not but one thing I know for sure this world is not what we think it is as things that go bump in the night are real. Let me know in the comments if you want more. Thank you for listening to me, enjoy some music from the Midshipman Glee Club singing Eternal Father Strong to Save. I hear this song quite a bit around the academy it kind of set the mood for this video. Plus it gives me space to add cards for other videos to come if you want me to make more.